You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. Okay, good afternoon. Let's let's start. Today we're going to close out the 10th chapter of Shiva'it about the Prosbul. But we're also going to close out the tractate. We're going to leave Shiva'it. We're going to say goodbye to Shiva'it. Hope to see you again soon. And we've said before that the final Mishnayot in a tractate or in a chapter are always very significant. And what we notice in today's chapters, today's Mishnayot, is that we're going to deal in boundary cases, first of all, but we're going to deal in the, in the area of what is just and what is right. Because there may be certain things which the law allows us to do, in other words, which are just, and yet which might not be right, which maybe we shouldn't do. And we're going to play around this, this boundary between what is just and what is right. And we've been now, and we've been speaking, of course, for the for the past few weeks about the Mishnah of Shavit and about releasing control, whether we're releasing control of our orchards or releasing control of our financial assets. It, it's hard for me to, to I can't say definitively why the Mishnah closes on this boundary between what is just and what is right, but. I might think that there is something about a loss of control or a loss of ownership if you're prepared to give something up that you have a right to. And maybe this is part of the essence of the seventh year. I I don't know. I don't have the answers, but I would encourage you just to think about these issues over Shabbat and as you just reflect on what we've learned in the last few weeks and then Next week, we'll start a new Masechet, which is to do with Trumot, with um, uh, Truma, with offerings. But let's, that, that's for another day. Let's jump now into the Masechet, or at least into the Masechet of Baba Metziah. Because in order to show you these last three Mishnayot in the, in the Mishnah of Shavit, I just need to show you a Mishnah in Baba Metzia, almost by introduction. And once we've learned this, I think the, the, final, the final Mishnahs will become clear. But I, I don't want to ruin the thread of the, of the Mishnah of Shavit. So if you don't mind, I would just like to teach you this Mishnah in Baba Metzia first. And then we can close off the Masachet. Can you see? You, you just wave at me if you can see the screen okay. Perfect. Good. So we're dealing with, we're dealing with transactions in movable objects. And we're dealing with a question as to when title transfer takes place. So this will be very familiar to anybody in the legal field. And imagine that you've gone into a shop and you've bought some fruit. In order to take title over the fruit, in terms of the halakha of the Talmud, you have to do. You have to pull the fruit towards you. Mashach hemenu perot. He pulled from him the fruit. Velonatan lo maot. If even if he didn't hand over the money, eno yachol lachazorbo. He can't go back on the deal. 
effectively you you put your hand on the fruit and you pull them towards you and you've taken title you can't go back on the deal and with the money it's the opposite by the way you can hand over the money but you haven't yet pulled on the fruit and you can cancel out and it seems a weird thing and you have the right to do that and the mishnah comments here you can go back aval but but they said the sages said he who punished the people of the generation of the flood and the generation of the dispersion will in the future punish whoever does not stand by his word in other words when you're when you when you're buying and selling in the marketplace there are certain things you can do you can go back on a deal if you haven't yet grabbed the fruit held the fruit you can do that but he who punished the people of the of the flood the generation of the flood and the generation of the dispersion that's the the, the generation of the tower of bavel he will punish whoever does not stand by his word it's a little sermon from bab Metzir. and if we've got that straight we can now go back into the mishnah of shavit and we'll pick up the thread of the last three mishnayot now do you remember we we learned at the end of uh, yesterday's shear that a prosbol can only be written on a debt which is secured by land. The debt has to be secured by land. And the seventh Mishnah then talks about a beehive. What do you have a beehive? Rabbi Eliezer says a beehive is like land, i.e. it's stuck to the ground. If the beehive is stuck to the ground, and maybe in those days, by the way, if you built a beehive out of earth or something or bricks, it would be stuck to the ground. Today, a beehive is just a wooden structure. You Clearly, you put it on the ground. It's not part of the ground. But if it is, Rabbi Eliezer says, it's like land, that means you can write a prosbol on it. You can essentially write a debt taking the beehive of security it fits some of the prosbol it is land and by the way it's not susceptible to uh, to tuma because stuff that is on the stuff that earth can't be tame it's just earth and by the way if you take honey from it on shabbat you're detaching something from the earth it's like plucking so you're chayav so rabbi eliezer says the beehive is stuck to the ground and therefore can't be tame he says the same thing, by the way. Uh, okay, he, he's, there's a parallel discussion about the oven of Achnai, which again, Rabbi Eliezer says, cannot be Tameh because it's, um, it's, it's not a kli, it's not a vessel. The, the sages say it's not like land, it is a vessel. It's a vessel, it's a, it's a thing. It's a manufactured thing, that's a kli. So that means you can't write a prosbol on it, it can contract Tumar. And obviously, you take honey from it on Shabbat. Well, you're exempt because it's, it's just a clear. It's just like taking honey from anywhere else. That's the seventh Mishnah and the dispute between Rabbi Eliezer and the sages. And the Mishnah then goes on. If someone re repays a debt in the seventh year, now that you the debt has been cancelled, right? But you could still repay it. Um. He should say to him, this must be the credit of the borrower. Mushamet ani, I release it. Someone wants to repay your debt, you say, I release it. 
And he then the borrower says to you, even so. And then Yikabel Mimenu. You can take from him Shinemar Vizidvar Hashimita. This is the word that released as a pun on the word or the drush on the word word. If the borrower says with a word that he's going to pay back, you can accept his word. And similarly, if a killer has been exiled to a city of refuge and the citizens want to give him honor, he should say to them, Rotseachani, I am a killer. And they say the same words. There's poetry here. They say exactly the same words. And then Yekabel Mehem, they, they say even so, and then he can accept honor from them. Because it says, Vezet Dvar, same pun on, same drush, same word. And this is the word of the murderer, or of, of the killer. It's not a murderer, it's a killer. It's a killer. And then finally, this is the last Mishnah. This is the last Mishnah of the Masachet. Someone who decides to pay back a debt in the seventh year. So we've learned you can pay back a debt. You're not obliged to pay back a debt, but you can pay back a debt. Someone who decides to pay back a debt in the seventh year, the spirit of the sages takes pleasure from him. This is as in Nachat Ruach. Yeah? The spirit of the sages takes pleasure from him. And the Mishnah will now bring two other examples. Someone who borrows from a convert whose sons had converted with him. So these sons were originally not Jewish. And that means in Halakha their ancestor is not recognized. And so the inheritance, the inheritance is not recognized. And the inherited asset, i.e. the loan, is not recognized. So maybe you don't have to pay back that loan. Maybe you don't have to pay back that loan. Lo yachzir levanav, the halachar is, you don't have to pay back. Ve'im hechzir, if he paid it back, ruach chachamim nucha mimenu. The spirit of the sages takes pleasure from him. If you're good to the children of a ger, the children of a convert, the spirit of the sages takes pleasure from it. And then, movable property, as we learned in Baba Matsya, movable property can only be acquired by the act of taking. Kol niknim bi You can only acquire movable property by grabbing it and pulling it towards you. But, i.e., you can walk out on a deal if you've agreed the price. You can, have, you can agree the price. You can even pay the price. But if you haven't pulled the object towards you, you can still walk out. But, but, anyone who stands by his word. The spirit of the sages takes pleasure from him. There are certain things that are, are just. There are certain things you can do according to the law. But just because they are just does not mean they are right. And if we do what is right, the spirit of the sages takes pleasure from us. And that is, those are the closing words of 
the Mishnah of Shavit, and now we say Hadran Alach Masechet Shavit. We will return to you Masechet Shavit, the Hadran Alan, and you will return to us. Datan Alach Masechet Shavit. Our mind is on you, Tractate Shavit. Ve Datcha Alan, and your mind is on us. We won't forget you, Tractate Shavit. Lo Ba'al Mahadein ve Lo Ba'alma. We will not forget you, not in this world and not in the next world. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.